This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for two fifty and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash K Kersey. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndyPolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program. It's all about our own United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Senator Donnelly going to be with us today. Had a chance to talk with him on Friday about his big trip to the White House. Yeah, he went and met with President Trump. We also had a chance to talk uh, about the cabinet votes that he took a little bit. And then we also a little preview ahead to the Supreme Court nomination of Neil Gorsuch and tried to get some of Senator Donnelly's thoughts on uh, how he may be leaning when it comes to that nomination as well. We'll get to that interview in just a second. And then we'll break down Senator Donnelly's political future. Of course, he is going to be in the crosshairs of the Republicans nationwide in 2018 when he is up for re-election. So we'll talk about uh, maybe about what his prospects are, also about uh, what he's doing right now. Is he laying the foundation for that re-election campaign in 2018? Scott Strong will be along with us to talk about that. But first, here is my conversation with United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Senator, how are you? Good morning. Thanks so much for having me with you today. Uh, it's a real pleasure to speak with you. You got to go to the White House yesterday. What was that like? It was really interesting. I had a chance to uh, have lunch with President Trump, and we talked about making sure we could keep jobs here in America. Um, we also talked about working to end the opioid and heroin abuse scourge that we've seen. Um, and, you know, better highways, better bridges, all issues that we could uh, could agree on and uh, we talked about uh, the Supreme Court, and, you know, I'm going to be meeting with uh, Judge Gorsuch uh, in, here in the next week or two, and so I'm looking forward to that. Was this your first time meeting President Trump? I had actually met him about four years ago at a meeting, but this is the first time as president. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, um, it was a great chance to spend time and talk about issues of importance to the people of Indiana. 
Now, when I interviewed President Trump, I found him to be much different than his public persona. What did you think about it? Yeah, he was. Uh, he, he's very, very uh, gregarious and very talkative and seems to be having a great time uh, at all times. But, you know, we, we were also talking about very serious issues, and he was real serious about them also. So um, I was glad to have the chance. Again, our guest is United States Senator Joe Donnelly. You and President Trump seem to have some uh, crossover in terms of, uh, I know a bill that's important to you is trying to keep jobs here in America. Tell us a little bit about that. Right, and that's what I um, had a great chance to talk to him at length about was the uh, End Outsourcing Act, and it was trying to keep jobs in America so we don't see things like carrier um, happen again and again. And what the legislation does is it makes it so that um, on federal contracts, if it's a competition between a company that's keeping jobs in America and one that's outsourcing jobs, that those federal contracts, in effect, our tax dollars will go to places that are investing in American jobs as opposed to outsourcing jobs. You are a very important player now on the national stage as it relates to our new Supreme Court nominee, and I know you said you're going to... I just want to get a cup of coffee in Brownsburg. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about um, what you're going to look for in a Supreme Court justice, what's going to be important to you. Yeah, common sense, um, moderation, someone who's looking to bring the uh, country together to follow the Constitution, all of those things are important. I'm going to have a chance to talk to Judge Gorsuch. I'm reading his case decisions, um, reading the articles he's written, and so um, I want to try to get a flavor for his judicial uh, uh, views and to be able to make sure that he's somebody who can uh, help be uh, you know, pretty mainstream in our country. You've also had to vote on the cabinet nominees for President Trump. Some you voted for, some you voted against. What do you look for in a cabinet nominee? Again, somebody who makes our country stronger, somebody who is not going in for uh, partisan reasons, who's not going in, uh, you know, pushing a Republican or a Democrat agenda, but pushing an American agenda. And that's, that's the most important is that at the end of the day, that their time, their efforts will make our country stronger for our children and our grandchildren. Get our guest, United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Even though the circus of Washington goes on, you're a guy that likes to get down to business. I know opioid abuse and, and trying to curb that remains a high priority for you. What's sort of in the pipeline right now? Well, we were able to pass the Comprehensive Addiction and Recovery Act, which changed prescribing practices, and we saw a significant drop in opioid uh, pills in in terms of prescriptions in our state this past year. Um, We're trying to get the funding in place to help with our EMTs and with police and with fire, so um, they're able to provide Narcan, Naloxone, Um, These are the anti-overdose drugs that can be given to bring people back. Um, We want to make sure that for all of our young families, for all of our uh, young men and women, that there's job opportunities, there's chances for success, so they stay away from these uh, these horrible, horrible scourges that we see. You're a federal senator, but obviously you keep a close eye on Indiana because you represent us. I'm sure you're probably pretty proud, too, that at least this year, it appears the legislature is taking this issue much more seriously probably than in previous years. You know, everybody is more together on this than at any time I have ever seen. And um, it's an extraordinary thing to watch and to see the governor and the legislature working together, and we're working together with them. I've actually talked to the governor a number of times about this. Um, It's all hands on deck. It's everybody trying very hard. 
And so uh, I'm hopeful we can make significant progress. In the final couple of minutes we have here with you, what is the big issue that's going to dominate Congress over the next couple months? Is it Obamacare? Is it tax reform? What are you hearing that's going to be broached first? Well, what I hope uh, will continue to happen is that we focus on how do we create more jobs, how do we make paychecks bigger, and how do we make sure that um, if health care is changed, that we still ensure that all of our friends and neighbors who have uh, care, whether they have diabetes or whether they have cancer or whether they have heart disease, or if they're in the HIP 2.0 program, we don't want to see anybody left behind. And so I've said all along I am more than willing to work to improve health care. Anybody who has a better idea, uh, an idea that can make uh, uh, better health care, lower costs, count me in. But um, I will not stand by if they try to take health care away from uh, a young lady who has diabetes and may never have had health care before she was able to get it recently, or someone who has a heart condition and has health care for the first time in their lives. Um, We can't go back and and, uh, put them in a position where they no longer have health care again. Because like you said, things like a medical device tax that are harmful to Hoosiers, you're really open to to repealing things like that. Uh, Absolutely. And, And I said that repeatedly. Look, if we can create more jobs, um, and make sure that um, all the parts of the Affordable Care Act are still paid for. Things like the medical device tax repeal make perfect sense. And at the same time, we're still able to provide care for uh, people who have pre-existing conditions like diabetes or who may be um, on HIP 2.0 here in Indiana, which is fully paid by the Affordable Care Act. Well, Senator, we love having you on. Thanks for being a great representative for us there in uh, Washington, D.C. And we got to have that cup of coffee in Brownsburg soon. I'm looking forward to it. Believe me. Thanks so much. That was United States Senator Joe Donnelly. Always appreciate Senator Donnelly taking a few moments to sit down and talk with us. And, of course, a lot going on as he went to the White House to meet President Trump and uh, the cabinet votes that he took and the big one out there right now, the big fish, how he will vote on the nomination of Neil Gorsuch to the United States Supreme Court. We're going to take a break here from our underwriters. When we come back, Scott Strong will join me. We're going to talk about the political future of Senator Donnelly. He's up for re-election in 2018, and he is a target for Republicans across the nation. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 
3189 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. Welcome back to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the show today. We are talking all about United States Senator Joe Donnelly. We just heard from Senator uh, Donnelly, so thanks to him. Always uh, always nice to talk to him, get his perspective on what's going on. Donnelly is going to be the big, big topic in the state of Indiana for the next, really, year and a half, two years, as he's up for re-election 2018 he is target, well, one of uh, the major targets for the Republican Party. And with us to talk a little bit about Senator Donnelly and his uh, potential prospects, our friend Scott Strong. Scott, how are you? Good. Now, for those of you uh, who are hearing the show for the first time, Scott, you are a political analyst. You're a data guru. You're yep. a doctor. Yes. You have uh, all the qualifications to look at information and tell us what's going on. Yeah, that's correct. That's what I kind of do in my day job. Yeah, okay. So, um... <laughs> Donnelly, he's very interesting to me because I look at Donnelly's votes and I go, I want to dislike Donnelly, but then every time I talk to him on the phone, I say, wow, what a nice guy. Yes, he is. He's played it very well, and of course, he's in a, he's got a kind of a tough spot here because here's a guy that literally probably never would have been senator. He was up for re-election for congressman back in, you know, well, before he ran in 2012, he would have ran for his Congress seat, right. but it was redistricting, and he was he just barely won in 2010, so he was probably going to lose, and this is a guy that says, hey, if I'm going to lose and I'm going to go out, let's run for Senate, and it happened to run at the time of Richard Murdoch and the infamous comment, and the guy's now the senator. It's that whole hold my beer thing. Yes. It ends up being the senator. Um, now, Donnelly is interesting to me because... Look, and Donnelly's a very nice guy, and we mm -hmm. love talking he with is. Donnelly, and he's he's very good to the show. But Donnelly projects himself as a moderate, and if you're looking for moderation, Donnelly's not your guy. I mean, he is a fairly left-leaning senator. Yeah, when it comes right down to it, you he is a certified count on vote for the Liberal Party, the Democrats, and but but he does he does have one probably the best um, messaging as far as working with the local public um, mm -hmm. when you call his office. You 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 feel great now whether anything's done or not you still feel good. Well, and he's very well marketed as uh, the average man. Yep. He's very well, he does the go to work with Joe thing. That's right, yep. And I, I've talked to some people, I, I try to get opinions of people that are quasi-knowledgeable, who are reliable voters, but they're non-political, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said, Donnelly, yeah, I, I like Donnelly. He's really good on the military. I'd vote for him if he ran again. And this is a person mm -hmm. that's normally, probably I would say, 70% of the time, a very reliable Republican voter, maybe some Libertarians yeah. too. Certainly not a hardcore Democrat by any means. And I thought that is a guy that's positioning himself very well. 
Yeah, and he he has very good constituent services for his people out of his office. And so he is quick to adjust his campaigning style to come to the center of the politics of Indiana. So on Veterans Affairs, um, even when his recent trip to the White House to meet with Trump, he came back and talked about, you know, right sourcing and getting jobs in the U.S. So he's always at the right place on those critical center issues. Okay, uh, we talked to him, obviously, about Trump. We'll get to that in just a second. But let's start with some of these cabinet position votes. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I will give Donnelly credit for this because a lot of people said, oh, these Democrats, the the endangered ones, McCaskill and Heinekamp and and uh, uh, there's a a list of about seven or eight of them that are so mansion uh, from West Virginia that are super endangered. Donnelly's on the list. Well, these people have to vote for Trump's cabinet nominees, right? Donnelly came up with a moment and said, nope, not doing it. Yeah, so, you know, the idea is, and so what's happening in two years, the Senate's coming up, but there's only like eight um, Republicans that are on the ballot. I mean, it was a huge wave election the last time for the Democrats because that was 2012 when Obama won. So we've got about 10 Republicans or 10 Democrats that are in red states that voted for Trump. Donnelly is one of those. And so the idea is he should, but he can't totally go that way. He, you know, he voted against DeVos, the sec- education secretary. And part of that was because he still has to kind of pander to his Democratic liberal base. If he walks away from the base in Indiana of the Democrats, he's done. Yeah, DeVos wasn't the one that surprised me because the teachers, the public education mm-hmm. teachers hate her. And yes. uh, so that... that that didn't surprise me. He voted against Tillerson. Yep. And he voted against the one that floored me because it used to be, you know, like senators gave great deference to their colleagues. Like, yes. I don't like this guy, but he's because the Senate, for those of you who don't know historically, the Senate was designed by the founding fathers to be an elitist chamber. It was designed to be the upper chamber, right? Yes. You're, you're, I mean, you're the historian. Yeah. So what's happened here and what really in the last 15 to 20 years is the Democrats started playing hardball in the Senate. They no longer will support each other um, if they're from a different party. They've kind of gone with this party of de- um, destruction and it worked very well. They were able to demonize Bush. They turned out a big election victory in 2008. And so once you kind of go to that side of the road it's hard to come back and that's what's happened yeah uh, we mentioned that because donnelly voted against jeff sessions and look Mm -hmm. i I get again i get the devos thing you've got a huge especially as a democrat you've got a huge constituency of public education uh instructors and so you've got cover with that but the and and tillerson maybe you could make the case wow the ties to russia even though there were were a couple democrats that crossed over to vote for for tillerson uh as uh as secretary state but the sessions one floors me because you've worked with this guy in the senate guy like donnelly smart enough to not believe the rhetoric the sessions is a racist or a bigot Mm -hmm. or a homophobe or whatever they were throwing out at him in the in the moment that really surprised me because I think Sessions is going to be a pretty good attorney general and a pretty mainstream guy who people go, ah, it seems like a pretty normal guy. Yeah, so he, he had a chance to go it, but this shows you the power of that left clamping. When they tell, when the leadership walks out in the Democratic Party and says you will vote for somebody, they line up and do it, and that's what brought down Evan Bayh. Yeah, and we'll get to that in just a second. We're going to take a quick pause when we come back. Final segment of the show, we'll continue to talk about the prospects of Senator Joe Donnelly, what's going on, plus who might be running against Senator Donnelly, and, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Evan Bayh because I think there's a lot that the senator can learn from Evan Bayh. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. 
How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall, along with Scott Strong. We're uh, talking about the political future of our own uh, U.S. Senator Joe Donnelly. Of course, Senator Donnelly, our guest today on the show. And, uh, Scott, one of the things we talked with Senator Donnelly about was his trip to the White House. Mm -hmm. And uh, he met with uh, President Trump. He seemed uh, very uh, enthusiastic, at yeah. least, about the, uh, the trip with President Trump. Uh, however... For a guy that's voted against several of Trump's nominees, he I thought he seemed a little overly enthusiastic for a guy that has now basically said, screw you to Trump on on several uh, occasions. Well, and while he's done that, he also knows that Indiana voted for Trump plus 20. And the last thing he wants to do is to say that, at least appear in the media, that he's going to war against Trump when you've got a plus 20, because you certainly don't want those people showing up again in 2018 and voting against you. What do you think that conversation is really like? They're, they're not going to tell us, but what do you think like when a Donnelly who goes in there, votes against DeVos, votes against Tillerson, votes against Sessions, and you know Trump's keeping score. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like probably Bush probably wasn't keeping score. He was probably just nice yep. to everyone, whatever. You know Trump's keeping score. What do you think that conversation was like? I, I'll bet you it was probably a little awkward at first, and then Donnelly probably kicked into his, hey, how's it going, Donald? Hey, you know, good to see you. Congratulations on your victory. Uh, it, now, Donnelly said that they had met years ago, and I'm sure I'm sure mm -hmm. Trump didn't remember it, but, but uh, he said that they had met years ago. Now, where Donnelly... Is is going to have a chance to redeem himself, at least in the quote-unquote moderate eyes, mm -hmm. as we talked with Donnelly about, is Gorsuch, the Supreme Court nominee. And I'm telling you right now, I think Donnelly's going to vote yes. Well, we'll see if he what does or not. He's certainly playing the, the role is, well, I'm going to look at him, I'm going to think about this, I haven't made a decision. I suspect he probably already has made the decision. The decision is probably not about uh, is probably about his reelection chances more than his ideology, and if he can step away from the Democrats. And you know, it's no good being a, a key Democrat if you don't win your next election. Well, here's the box Donnelly's in on Gorsuch is. Okay, so DeVos, as we said, you got the public education people. They hate her. Mm -hmm. Tillerson, you could pin, well, he's a Russian pawn to yes. him. Uh, and uh, Sessions, a oh, racist, bigot, homophobe, whatever. Uh, those are all ridiculous things. But that's the public narrative, and Donnelly could come back and hang his moderate hat on those things. The, the Democrats are basically conceding Gorsuch is extremely qualified. Even the Schumer, mm -hmm. the Schumer liberal people are saying... Gorsuch is qualified. He's a good justice. We're just not going to vote for him because Gar um, uh, Garland, yeah, yeah, Merrick Garland got got hosed. Yes, that's right. And so we're going to pay back. Well, that doesn't fit the I'm no. a moderate who can get along with everybody narrative, which is why I think Donnelly's going to vote for, for Gorsuch. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm not sure he will or he won't. Um, at this point, it's too early to tell. I suspect he'll go with the political wins at the time. There's a, there's a point, though, ultimately, is they may go – 
push this Supreme Court nominee through because they don't want them going nuclear and taking away their ability to challenge them on other things. Remember, they want to be the party of obstruction, and it's hard to do that if you're not going along with people. Well, and Donnelly's <laughs> a very bright guy, and I think he toes the line very well of, I'm always going to do what I think is right. And let's face it, Indiana's a Republican state. So yep. when you come out out there, you've got to say, yeah, okay, I voted against Sessions. Yeah, okay, I was petty on the Tillerson thing. But that was because of this. And then look over here when it was the big one, the Supreme Court justice, I consented to that. Yeah, and it's, he's in a tough spot because here's the thing. In two years, Republican Senatorial Committee is coming for Donnelly. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. are not, no matter who, who he votes, how he votes, there's enough out there. They're going to fire at him hard and heavy. And he has to decide if he can make some political points and hold people to the center in hopes that they'll support him in two years or not. And I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, again, uh, speaking with Scott Strong, we're talking about the uh, political future of our very own United States Senator Joe Donnelly, who was our guest today on the uh, on the show. Now, you mentioned the Republican Senatorial Committee yep. coming for Donnelly. Let's hop over to there real quick. Uh, we can all be assured, as we saw this in the primary campaign of 2000 and uh, I guess it'd be 16. Yep. The years are all running together now. Yeah, they older. are. <laughs> uh, when uh, the Republicans saw to it that they were not going to allow Marlon Stutzman to be the nominee for U.S. Senate in the race against Todd Young and at the time Eric Holcomb, mm -hmm. um, uh, they are not going to allow another Murdoch to ever happen again, ever. <laughs> No, I think they're going to move um, quickly. And so right now there's already been some, you know, prefacing. We see Luke Messer, which is one of the congressmen, strongly. I mean, um, he's who they want, right? He, he, it seems like he is the candidate that they want. Um, Todd Rokita, our own congressman here in the 4th, had an interview. They were prepping him. He hasn't said that he's going to do it, but he hasn't said that he's not now, going to do it. Now, Rokita's interesting. Of course, he's our congressman here in, in Hendricks County. And, mm -hmm. and uh uh, he's interesting because he's got a cushy job now in the House. He got a big promotion. Yes, he did. So he's in a key spot. And so, you know, does he want to give that up to try to run for a Senate? Because he doesn't want to repeat what happened to Marlon Stutzman. Here's a guy that, you know, you throw all your marbles when you're in Congress and go for another office. If you don't win, you're done. Right. Yeah, you can't run, you can't run, run for two offices at the, at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, and as Stutzman found out... Uh, that's a nice job being in the Congress, right? 180 yes. grand or whatever it is a yes. year and benefits and, uh, yep. you know, you're very important and you get to mm -hmm. put uh, congressman in front of your name. And yeah, now Stutzman, he's, uh, you know, I think he got a nice job once he left the Congress, but uh, yeah, I'm sure he wishes he was still in the Congress. So you better be pretty sure you got at least a 50-50 shot before yeah, you hop in. you really do. And so this is going to be a tough race. We know that Susan Brooks has already basically kind of taken her name out of contention. So at this point, it's kind of a lot of shuffling. There's a lot of calls. There's a lot of talking going on behind the scenes. And, you know, at the same point, I think Trump's probably going to have some way in on this of who he wants to be that candidate as well. Well, don't forget, we mentioned Luke Messer. Um, Messer was rumored to be a finalist for education. Secretary. That's exactly so obviously right. You mentioned Trump. He's obviously must be at least a, a uh, on the surface some sort of fan. Yeah, and of course with Mike Pence being personally and you know knowing everything that's going on here, I'm sure there's a lot of calls and things going on. You see this at a lot of these offices. There's a lot of discussions and things behind the scenes about you know a gentleman's agreement and things. And then of course you always get somebody that says, "Hey, I don't care. I'm running." Well, <laughs> then the interesting thing is I think there's already been one. Yep. We'll call him an outsider candidate, mm -hmm. businessman. I think that has announced he's gonna gonna get. In and uh, there will be others. Yeah, I mean every year they look at Mike Delph when there's a statewide race to be. <laughs> yes, so a... is he gonna is he gonna get in? So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. But man, I'll tell you what, 
The Republicans proved this past time, their establishment wing of the Republican Party proved with all that money that McConnell put in to that Senate seat in Indiana that they are never taking a chance of getting another Murdoch ever. And that's just not in Indiana. That's all over the place. Yeah, and so, and the nice thing is, is, is for the Republicans anyway, um, Trump's probably is going to be a huge fundraiser. He's going to have a huge impact. you got the vice president and the president that are probably going to show up in Indiana. This is going to be an all-out race, and this is the last statewide race that the, the Democrats still hold. So this is they're going to put all the cards on the table, and it's going to take Donnelly's every political instinct to survive if he makes it. Yeah, it's very, it's very interesting to think back and think, boy, it was just some 10 years ago or so, a little bit longer than that now, but because what Daniels mm-hmm. was elected in 04, took office in 05, that the Democrats, as... as Hell, being, almost everything. Had everything. Yeah. Had everything. Yes. So <laughs> at, at the time, remember, Todd Rokita, which is our congressman, won the state's um, Secretary of State, yep. was the only Republican at the state level. What a turnaround in 15 years. Well, and, uh, and I'll tell you what, I think that pendulum may switch back if they do this gas tax thing on some level. I don't think they're going to get control of the government, but I'll tell you what... If, if the Republicans go down that path of uh, following Brian Bosma, uh, they're, yeah. they're in big trouble. Yeah, when you see the Democrats switching from tax increases to fighting a tax increase, that's the first I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, all right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here uh, with this. Uh, your thoughts on Donnelly's prospects right now. If I were to say, fill in the blank, the prospects of Joe Donnelly getting reelected today are... 50-50. 50-50. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I would say that's about right. I think if the Republicans underestimate this guy, there's a good chance they're going to lose. He is very well-liked. He comes off as likable. Yep. Uh, he's the sort of guy that can do the fish fries and oh, the county yes. fairs. And uh, you meet the guy, and he seems just like your neighbor. Yeah, it's really going to depend on who they get as the candidate to run against him. Now, we I'm sorry. I, I jumped the gun a little bit. We teased this earlier, and we're going to do it now. Uh we both said this, and so I'll let you go first. I think there's a whole lot that Donnelly can learn from Evan By. What say you? Yes, Evan made a lot of strategic mistakes. Um, Donnelly's got a little bit better. He doesn't have as long a track history, and he's got a few votes coming up. When Evan voted against or for these, some of these for and against for um, the Obama picks that was early on in his thing. Supreme and against, Court judges. Yeah, and the Supreme Court judges. Um, those were the things that took him down. I also think that's what took Luger down was he when he went over to support some of the other people. That did there. So I think the Supreme Court is one of the key litmus test votes that will define whether Donnelly has a good record to run on. Well, and you know, the other thing, I'll give my thought on by here in just a second, but the other issue that Donnelly's got to be very concerned is there are certified lunatics on the left side now who are yes. going to run a primary challenger against him, and we didn't even touch on that today. He may be concerned about that because those people are nuts. Yeah, typically when a party, the Democrats lose a national election, they shift to the left hard, yeah. and they lose the moderates because they already lost them, and then they double down on those, and that could be major problems for the Democratic Party. I think the one thing that Donnelly can learn from Evan By, and Donnelly is a very bright guy, and I'm sure he's already has already taken very close notes, is... The, the thing that really did Evan buy in was not that he was a lobbyist mm-hmm. or not that he went to Washington or not that he, you know, abandoned Indiana because Coates did the same thing. Yeah. Coates did the exact same thing, and he was overwhelmingly reelected. It was that he lied about it. Yes, and I don't think I don't think Donnelly will make that mistake. He, he seems to be very truthful and, and honest, a little bit squirmy to nail down on some of the issues, um, but I think he'll play it a lot smarter. So that's the key thing he needs to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, because, look, 
people people don't care. I mean, at the end of the day, Bai made such a bad calculation by thinking anybody really cares. Just Bai would have been so much better off to come up and say, yeah, you know what? I went to Washington. I moved there for my family to provide for my family. And I was a lobbyist because I care about good public policy and things that impact Indiana. And yeah, I did it next topic. And that would have never come up again. Yeah, it probably what will be the biggest outsider what, who, what, what will affect Donnelly is how Trump does in two years. If two years from now the economy is good, things are growing well, and Trump's successful, Donnelly will be in big trouble. It'll be fascinating to watch. We'll keep a close eye on it. And as always, uh, even when we don't agree with the senator, we really <laughs> appreciate him uh, calling in and, and uh, talking to us. He's a very nice guy, and, and we really like him. So uh, don't forget to miss any part of today's conversation. Uh, Scott and I breaking down the future uh, for political Don- uh, for the political future for Senator Joe Donnelly, as well as our interview with uh, Senator Joe Donnelly. Check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana Today. As always, our podcast is presented by McDonald's. Until next time. I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndiePolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndiePolitics.org. At IndiePolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better. It doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit. IndiePolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. 
Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.